Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Lindsay and I are back in the new year with episode 43. Um, We are... This one, we are actually decided to, as if anyone remembers from, I think, our November episode, and I think our December one, we restated the fact that we were going to not do a fantasy, or not fantasy, um, <laughs> a thriller, um, but that we wanted to do something a little different than um, what we kind of seem to have gone into a pattern of last year, which was more thrillers, and yes. uh, we actually found a teen fantasy book, which was a pleasant surprise which we'll get into that in like a little bit later this episode but um yeah we did a teen fantasy this month and it's called the king of battle and blood by scarlet st Clair. um i think she's a u like a u.s yeah she's in the states so um yeah it's i think the first book i've read of hers but uh yeah so we are also drinking a Canadian wine called Mayhem. Uh, it's a Mayhem wine. So we'll get into that in a smidge. So yeah, so this episode is 43 and it's called King of Battle, Blood and Mayhem. So Sounds check it out. <laughs> <laughs> the title of this wine really fit into this uh, book theme, I think. Um, but yeah. So as per normal, before we get into our standard chit-chat of everything, um, you can follow us on our Instagram, boozeandbooks.podcast, and see what we're currently reading, drinking, more so um, reading, I guess, um, on there. And you can follow us on our personal ones, Kristen.shu and Lynn.said, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D, and then Chu is S-H-E-W. Um, haven't been posting too, too much, but as we all know, around Christmas and stuff like that, um, and afterwards, we try and get back into the flow of uh, being a little bit more on social media and stuff, so instead of spending so much time with your family, so yeah, we're <laughs> uh, going to get back into there, hopefully uh, part of our new like our podcast new year's resolution is to maybe um be better at posting more often because <laughs> uh is definitely one of our sometimes uh downfalls but uh yeah we will try to improve that for you guys so you guys uh get more content of what we're reading but yeah so anyways um we can move on to our greatest thing of wine <laughs> greatest thing i'm intrigued to see how this is gonna taste um yeah same (laughs) so Lindsay and i are doing them this episode virtually we just thought it was gonna be easier with our schedules and you know the whole omicron thing um just to make things easier so we actually both have the wines both of them i think this is the first time we both have the wines the exact same both yeah, for the exact same stuff. So um, we have a Pinot Gris and a Merlot Cabernet Franc. Yeah, so it sounded like a red blend of those three. 
So it should be good, I think. Uh, the Cabernet Francs won part. So it's 84% oh, Merlot, it, 16% Cabernet Franc. Oh, okay. I just remember, re- I remember reading that on the back. Oh, yeah, you're right. 84% Merlot, 16 Cabernet Franc. Ooh. Um, well, do you want to start with the red? Before we get Oh, you go. I was going to say, I was looking up this winery. Where did it go? Okay, closed apparently. Um, I was looking up the winery and I thought it was kind of cool. So I said like about us. So it looks like it's actually a brother and sister. And oh, that cool. um, created mayhem. So it looks like both the brother and sister were crisscrossing a lot in their own wine businesses over the last decade and stuff. And they're growing their own brands and stuff. And then they realized that they're becoming each other's competition and specifically Chardonnay and Pinot Noir production. So um, they basically decided to launch Mayhem Wines. So that's um, funny. I like that. Yeah. Uh, So I thought that was kind of cool doing um, wine, like building a business kind of thing, meshing two worlds with your family. So yeah, Yeah. it was kind of neat. That's it. Um, It looks like uh the back of the bottle say that they're bottled by mayor family vineyards so i don't know maybe they send it to a different vineyard to uh to model them to bottle it or that's just a name that they go by i'm not too sure on that i'd have to dive deep into that and i don't feel like doing that right now um there's um these are basically produced in Okanagan Valley. Yes. So, um, Lindsay, did you want to take it away with the Pinot Gris? Sure, I do. Let me grab it. Okay. So we've got a 2018 Pinot Gris. Um, the bottle, it's kind of funny because it's like a bunch of lines that are kind of like intersecting in the middle. So it goes very well with their whole name of mayhem um as well as the story you just uncovered about kind of how their family members were intersecting in their wine businesses so i think that's kind of cool cool knowing a little bit more about the the winery too so something we should maybe do more often but um anywho so this is a wine that reflects the ever-changing environment from which it emanates from the whims of mother nature to the unique talents of the winemaker the effects of time and distance and even your mood while enjoying it it is perhaps a distillation of the beauty found in disorder we believe every life i'll live should have a little mayhem so that's just kind of what it says on the back um so i've been chilling this for about 24 hours uh no less than sorry um about <laughs> like 16 hours um and I've already poured myself a nice pretty glass so looking at it it is like a really nice light pale champagne color um pale yellow uh typical what you'd see of normal pinot grigios um and smelling it very light um it like to me it definitely smells like a pinot gris 
Um, it is, I'm getting lots of apple, like a green crisp apple. Um, mm-hmm. Some like pear. It's, it just smells very typical to me, like exactly how I, other Pinot Gris have smelled and um, like nothing too crazy standing out, but definitely those two, maybe a bit of citrus as well that I'm getting. It smells like it's going to be a bit sweet, so I'm not sure how that will pan out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you smell anything different or are you kind of getting the same vibes? I'm kind of getting the same vibes as you. Okay, fair. That's fair. Like um, the apple and like the pear. Yeah, I think those are like the most distinct from it, which is pretty, pretty normal. Um, I was going to say white grape. <laughs> I, I know, I know, like literally I was going to be like, it smells like grapes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I know, I started to say it and I was like, mm. oh, don't oh. worry. As, as I was naming like St. Apple, I was going to be like, mm, pear and some, yeah, some grape. Like, yeah, of course there's grape. <laughs> so stupid. That's the main ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't say. It's been, it feels like it's been like six months since we last recorded, even though it's been a month if that I know like I don't know why it just feels like time is going by fast but also slow um okay I totally agree yeah it's like kind of sweet it's like it's it's a smooth sweet um it doesn't taste unlike some white sometimes there's an aftertaste of a little bit more acidic taste yeah yeah I don't don't find that too much not at all just kind of nice I I agree it's very like it's it's very consistent in its taste it stays sweet like after as well it kind of just sits on like the the kind of like the top forward part of your tongue as well as the tip for me a little bit um I definitely for me personally I taste the pear um and the apple as well um I don't taste a lot of citrus uh in it so I don't know I don't taste that much citrus either I need some water to I think I got some of my perfume in my mouth oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of conflicting what I'm tasting now that's weird okay Trying to yeah, bring I feel up. like pears more of the predominant taste to it. Right? Let's see. I'm bringing it up like on Tuesday now. I was trying to bring up the specs of the 2017, but it's very, very blurry. <laughs> See, this is super weird for me when I read it on Vivino because to to hear they say, I think it's just it in general, so it doesn't give a year in all fairness. Um, but um, it says it's more, it's like very in between light and bold, but a little bit more on the bold side. I don't know if I find it super bold. I find it more like if it was gonna, I find it like definitely in the middle, but I, I would say maybe it's either like middle or just a more on the like 
light side. Um, yeah. It says it's more dry than sweet though, which is where I disagree. Uh, I find it more sweet than dry. I definitely don't find it like uber sweet, uber dry, but it's definitely more along the lines of the dry is where it's kind of sitting. Um, but so I feel like it should be on the opposite end of where it's sitting on the spectrum for the sweet side. So, uh, and then it's right in the middle between soft and acidic, which I, I can agree with that. I think I don't taste pretty much any acidity to it. Um, but like in the middle works for me. <laughs> um, yeah, and we, I totally agree with all those statements. Yeah. And we were very on the nose with it being like with pear and apple, there's 16 mentions of tree fruit. It also says peach, which I still don't pick up, but you know, it's there. Uh, and then there's nine mentions of citrus notes. So citrus being lemon um, as well, which I think is definitely in the smell, um, maybe just masked by the pear and the apple in taste. And then there's eight mentions of earthy notes, which is kind of interesting. So like honey, minerals, and saline. Um, maybe the honey a little bit, but that's kind of it. I was it. just going to say, I feel like maybe, because like there's a taste to it. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's like a little bit of like the softness kind of area. And like the sweetness is more of the honey. Yeah. I don't know that description. And then you taste it again. And you're just kind of like thinking of like what that you were already tasting, like what could describe it. I feel like honey, like hints of honey would totally make sense for that. Yeah, I agree. As soon as I kind of read that, I was like, oh, okay. That, that makes sense to me. I definitely don't get the peach part though. Yeah. I mean, either like even tasting it again, I'm like, oh, okay. Not necessarily what I'm picking up but you Maybe know I need to have a peach in general just to <laughs> I know, know just to remember what it tastes like it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat peaches a lot like they're really good when I do but I think it's just not a go-to so sometimes I'm like and sometimes I get them confused between them and a nectarine oh fair I definitely prefer peaches to nectarines but that's just me I eat more nectarines because Costco usually sells flats of them. Oh, fair. Also good. Peaches are fuzzier though, right? Yeah, fuzzy peaches. The nectarines are not. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Fair to know about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess Okay, so I can't remember the exact price point, but I think it was 22 bucks. Yeah, that seems about right. It's saying like average is around $20.99 Canadian, so 21 bucks. So that seems about right. I think both were kind of similar in price-ish. The red one was 27. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Don't remember that. Hold on, I have the picture you sent me. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so $22.99 for the Pinot Gris. And then you're right, the red is a $27 one, $27.50. That's crazy. I didn't even realize. Like, I definitely thought these were like a little bit lower, like around the $20 mark, but I uh, I, I like it. Like it's, it's, it's nothing crazy. I would say it is very typical of what you would expect in a Pinot Grigio. 
Um, I, I like it. I, I like, I, I would drink it again. I would buy it for people I like to enjoy if they like a good Pinot Gris. Uh, I, I don't know how to rate it. Like I, my go-to is like, I want to give it a four out of five, just, just cause it's not like, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Or like, it's anything super special. Um, but it's definitely like very nice, refreshing, very light. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with like a 3.8 out of five for it. Uh, like I do like it. Like it is very nice. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Like three point, you said 3.5, right? Well, 3.8. <laughs> Okay, I was like, did she give a weird number or like I, a sad I gave a weird like number. <laughs> a weird number. <laughs> but like that's better than 3.5. That's true, it is. And I like it more than it would like I like it more than like than a 3.5 wine I would give. It's like up there, but I've like I like other wines better. Like I liked prof the prophecy Pinot Gris we had more. And that one I gave a four out of five. So I'm I'm thinking. I need to give this one a little bit less. That's fair. Yeah. I am totally making notes here. So am I trying to start off the year on a good note. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> well, I'm like, I normally don't make the notes and then you made the note. And then I was like, well, I now need to make notes. So I don't forget to do That's this. fair. So I literally have podcast wines 2022. Nice. That sounds so weird saying that. <laughs> podcast wine. Or the 2022 part. I mean that too. Oh my gosh. Like I can't even believe it's 2022. Like I can and I can't, but also it feels like nothing's changed. So it's kind of hard to believe that anything's changed. I don't know. Life. I, I tell you. And we get, you're older, and Ugh. it feels like we still can't do shit. Yeah, it's the worst. The whole thing. <laughs> Getting older would be a lot better if we can actually, like, celebrate it the way we used to. And, like, oh, go travel so and true. stuff like that. Yeah. So then getting true. older is, like, whatever. It happens. Yeah. But right now, it's kind of like, you don't want to get older, because then you just... Because you want to experience things as like you are getting older and you can't really do too much right now. So you don't want to experience too much or get older because you're not experiencing like anything. Yeah. In a really weird way. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyways. Okay, so the red wine. <laughs> Woo! As I go off onto this like whole thing. Um, so the back of the wine says the exact same thing that the Pinot Gris did. It's also 2018. Um, so as we said that it's like Merlot Cabernet Franc, so it's 18 or sorry, 84% Merlot and then a 16% Cabernet Franc blend. So let's figure it out. <laughs> Wait, I just realized they have cases on the back. So it looks like there was 785 cases. I'm assuming of this particular one I'm assuming maybe the year two and there's 547 cases of Pinot Gris yeah I saw that too I don't really ever remember seeing that on bottles before 
I know. I thought it was kind of weird. I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Very interesting. But definitely like a lot more of the red cases than the Pinot Gris, which is a little interesting. But anyways. Okay. That's red wine. <laughs> As per normal, the red wine is dark. Ruby red. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> well good, it's not good. like the pinot gris where they like usually are like really like or not pinot gris pinot noirs where they're like lighter watered down reds or like they're really dark well this is our merlot so it's going to be darker anyways but it's not like a cab or a straw where it's really really dark yeah hold that's it up. it's like a nice it's got like a nice ruby-ish look to it all right mm. i smell black cherry i do too like like right off the bat yeah that's yeah. exactly what i'm selling too it smells a little chocolatey to me yeah yeah it smells like it's gonna have like a tiny bit of like acidity but also like not a lot like it doesn't smell like super bold and like yeah acidic, i feel like it's but... in the... it might have like some yeah, it's definitely going to be, I think, way more acidic than what we thought the Pinot Gris was, but yeah. I don't think it's going to be as, as acidic as some of the other ones we've had before. Yes, agreed. I feel like there's like a tannin or something like that in it too, from what I'm smelling. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to taste now. Oh, that did not taste how I expected it to. It's no acid taste really at all. Right. It's super smooth, I think. Very smooth. A little bit bolder I feel than like I thought. A little bit. And I feel like for some reason when I tasted it, you know how some of the red wines, it might just be me, like especially if you really enjoy it, it just like feels like it's like, it's going to sound really weird, but like making love to your mouth. It's just like enveloped, yes. like like just touching like all parts of it I feel like this just like comes in is like touching your tongue and like top of your mouth and like continues on down to your stomach yes agree it's just like definitely agree. It's not really like it's not doing like what some other experiences <laughs> I'm really like <laughs> making that's super fair descriptions but you know what I'm talking about oh totally totally I taste more tartness too. Yeah, me too. There's, more than I expected. There's definitely, yeah, there's definitely like a, like a tannin or something like that to it. Um, do you want me to tell you what I see on Vivino? Yeah. So, um, you are right with the chocolate. So there's 22 mentions of oaky notes. So chocolate, oak, and vanilla. And I actually do taste the vanilla as I'm drinking it. Not when I smell it, but when I'm drinking it, I taste it. Okay. Mm. And then there's 17 mentions of black fruit. So plum, black currant, um, black cherry, um, but plum and black fruit had more than the black cherry, or sorry, plum and black currant had more mentions than black cherry. So the currants might be kind of the, the what tannin. I'm tasting. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think so. And I totally agree with that. Because I don't smell the black or 
I don't taste the black cherry as dominantly as I smelled it. I taste more of the current, I think, than I do anything else. Yeah. When I taste it. Yeah, I agree. It also had quite a few mentions of like earthy notes. So like leather, earthy smoke, um, which is kind of interesting. And like, I'm like, what does, like, I like, I feel like, I don't know, what does leather taste like? Like I, I've chewed leather before, but like just to <laughs> like as a kid and it's just like, I was going to say that know. sounds really weird. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> just being used to sit there like, you know, like <laughs> is what I'm picturing. <laughs> do you not, do you not chew on leather on the daily? <laughs> oh, it's just me then. Okay. Got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just you. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Uh, just kidding. Sort of. Um, I take it back. I, will I edit this out? We'll find out. How lazy am I? Pretty lazy. So, um, um, ooh, anyway, what we were talking about? Yes, leather. So great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it. It's good. It's $27, as you said earlier. Um, I don't. So, like, compared to, okay, we're just going to bring up tension. Wait, what has the most yeah. in it? Did the Merlot have more in it than the Cab Franc? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to yeah, like there's... say it's like a Merlot blend. Yeah. Because it's like 84% Merlot. Weirdly, I don't have any, like in my like wines I like list, I don't have yeah. any Merlot that I like. And that used to be my go-to like, like drink. Really? I yeah. don't drink a lot of Merlots. I used to. Or it was like Merlots and then it became like Malbecs. But like lately, I don't even like that. I like Cab Savs. Yes, Cab Savs all the way. <laughs> That's like my strong and true of I've yeah. never really wavered from that. Other ones are the ones that I like dabble in. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with this as that. I don't know, compared to like tension and not tension. Um, I still need to try tension red wine. Um, compared oh, right. to Blasted Church and stuff like that, um, I would give this another sip. Since we're giving weird numberings out, I'll give it a 3.75. Ooh, okay, <laughs> okay. I feel you. Um, just cause it's better than like 3.5, but it's not as good as a 3.8 <laughs> or a four. Um, yeah. Would I buy it again? Potentially. Um, I, I, I would. I feel like if I want, like, I just am not into like Merlots lately. So I, I feel like if I'm suddenly feeling like a Merlot again, I would rather buy this, I think. Yeah. Well, and like, I usually lean towards like, I guess my go-tos when I'm just like chilling are oh, yeah. a Malbec, a Cab, or a Red Blend. 
Yeah, fair. Just, and I technically, this is a red blend, kind of a two, one. But um, I don't know. There's just like Dreaming Tree, like that's usually at every liquor store. So that would probably always be my go to for things. Especially for the I price did. point. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is just more expensive. If I'm going for the price point for red, and I'm getting up there in that price, I probably would go around Blasted Church. Yes, definitely. Or there's a couple of other ones. There's a Syrah. I don't know if we did it for our podcast, but there's this one. I know I've told you about it. I can't remember what it's called though right now. There's a Syrah, and I think it's Canadian, and it's actually pretty good, but it's like 20, it's like, high 20s hmm. um oh I can't remember what it's called now I look at it every single time I go because sometimes I get it sometimes I don't oh really yeah because hmm. it's like part of a winery that has different names so we'd have to choose more of the name of one oh, of the wines to go with got it yeah but I'll try and remember the wine or like if next time I'm at the liquor store I'll send it to you yeah it's definitely like one might go like if I want to get like a nice like expensive one that's like not blasted church well now that I know blasted church I'd probably go for that one but um I'd probably go for that wine more than this one but this would be a good like housewarming gift and stuff like that for people I agree especially like like red yeah 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 I agree so I don't have that many people in my life that like red but good to have in your back pocket because you never know. De- oh, yeah, definitely. Or if you move again, I know what to get you. <laughs> no, I'm Girl, kidding. I'd get you bread and butter. <laughs> you're, the one that, you're the one that's moved more recently. That's true. Technically, I haven't moved yet. Yeah, it will be in another couple of months. But yay. <laughs> yay. Just have to wait for all the rentals to be done and then I can move in. Yay. Well, I have to start the rentals first. I'm going to the house on Sunday or tomorrow, I guess, with like my parents and my brother and some booze. And I am going to, my brother suggested using an app, an axe as well. But I couldn't take a hammer to one of the walls because I what? can't be there for the demo. Yeah. One of the walls that's going to come down in the house because like it's supposed to be like Tay was telling me she's like don't you want to be there during like the first person to demo your house like like put a hammer or whatever through your wall as to like signify like it's your house and you're about to be uh go through this like reno journey and stuff so damn um so I was like no and then like finally because I was like I knew I wouldn't be able to do it on the like Monday but then I was like thinking about it the other day I was like well I could do it Sunday before they even come. <laughs> as long as it's a wall that they're, you know, going to be tearing down instead of me just doing it in a random wall. But Shoot, it's not man. being touched. So, yeah, that's just <laughs> fine. We're going to put a hole in the wall. Maybe two, because I want to use a hammer and an axe. I think that'd be Nice. Fun. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We'll video it, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Please do. You better. But anyways, that's off topic. 
I love but, it. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so wine. You know, okay. not bad for uh, <laughs> Okanagan wine. I think like I don't know when we do the Canadian wines. I feel like they're usually good, but I feel like. I feel like we tend to somewhat lean towards our favorite ones are usually U.S. wines. Uh, no, I definitely agree. I yeah, I agree. Is lots of church Canadian? Uh, I don't remember. Honestly, I think it's U.S. <laughs> no, it is. No, it is Canadian. Oh, it's BC. Oh. Yeah. Well. One of the ones that we actually like in Canada. That is a good one, not gonna lie. Yeah, it's the first one that we've ever agreed on. So <laughs> we'll go with it. Um, but anyways, so let's move on to the book. All right. Um, thoughts? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts. So do I, but my initial thoughts was when I was reading it or list. Okay. So it's another one where I like, wasn't able to access the, um, audiobook version. So I just downloaded the book and had Siri read it to me. Uh, best way to do it by far um, when you can't actually get an audiobook version, but, um, I'm also cheap AF lately. So I've been like borrowing, like my audiobooks and books from like the library, like via an app that ties into the library. Anyway, that's why, like, I just won't go buy the book. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Yes. So <laughs> I read the description when you sent it to me and I was like, oh, this sounds cool. I'm in for like another fantasy, like, yeah, let's do it. Um, literally started the book like ASAP. Uh, and as soon as I started reading it, I was like, oh, damn, this is uh, really erotic. And then I was like, oh, it continues to just be really erotic. And then I was like, is it literally just going to be the two of them having sex the whole time? <laughs> so I just yeah. did not anticipate that. Um, and then just because like, like, for instance, um, the blood and honey, um, I think it's going to be a trilogy, but right now it's just the two is like, has like some, like a tiny bit of like romanticism. I would not call it erotic at all versus this one. I was like, this is fully just an erotic novel. <laughs> um, it was giving me like 50 shades of gray vibes, which is fine. I just didn't anticipate it. And then, so I was like, okay. So as soon as I knew what I was getting myself into, like after the first few chapters, I was like, okay, okay. I'll change my mindset about what this is going to be. Um, but then I weirdly found that I actually liked the storyline. Like I was like, oh, okay. Um, I actually like this dynamic. It's giving me like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Vampire Diaries vibes. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like really enjoying that aspect of it and just kind of like the initial story and towards the end as I got like knew I was finishing the book I was like oh I'm kind of bummed because this just came out in December like you said or sorry like you told me um 
And I was like, oh, that means like it's the second one's not going to come out for a while, probably. And I was kind of like, you could tell that it was just ramping up to the base of their story. And it just kind of left me wanting more, which I was really surprised about. I thought I was just going to be like, okay, yeah, I'm here for the eroticism now that I know what this is. And then I kind of just left wanting more to know about like their relationship. So uh, that was my initial kind of basis on it. What was your thoughts? <laughs> I agree on the sex thing. I was like, had to check like after the first sex scene or her talking about it in general um about if I read it correctly and her talking about it as much as she did and um that we were actually reading a teen book yeah I know um, I was like what is this because I was very book? confused um so I yeah so that definitely was different than what I was expecting didn't hate it I actually quite liked it I thought it for me it's um I don't know it it kind of made me forget I was reading a teen novel because like sometimes with the yeah. teen novels they like indicate that in a way that that's happening but it's not something they really talk about yes so like reading it in this capacity like they didn't need to talk about it as much but I guess it kind of brings near the end i I guess a little bit more understanding as to why it was more forefront on the fact that they keep talking about their desires, I guess, for each other. Yeah. Can you guys hear that music? What? Okay, you guys can. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> my parents started cooking, so I can hear the music. Oh, nice. So <laughs> my nice. dad put on. Um. Anyways, um. I don't know. It's completely different from some of the um storylines that we've kind of read in the sense of there's a lot of sex or sexual like connotations and all that stuff and then but then you have all the like the internal battle with her the like big huge surprise near the end which you kind of we're feeling like something like that would potentially happen or something in the sense yeah. of that area I didn't see that with her dad though honestly I didn't see that with her dad either and then like I don't know like I really enjoyed it because it was different than like the cast in the firelight that was good and I would read the next one because I want to see where that goes but compared to this one and that one completely different even this one compared yes. to blood and honey and uh can't remember I'm on the other one but like dub and honey no dub and something whatever it's that book series snake that's and dove completely different. Like anyway yeah um like that's completely different too in the sense of that kind of borderlines this book a little bit in the more grown-up fantasy world of like I guess talking or like bordering the line of sex yeah but um it's just so long so there's just so much more content in that so there's more yeah. description there's more going on so, so I feel true. like this is like a happy medium between like the two. Oh yeah but like this agree. is just so good I can't wait for the fucking next one me too I see what like, happens it was definitely more adult and I think that's why I liked it like 
the story even was more adult versus like well, you said cast and firelight it just felt more like more teen and like which is fine it was a good story like I did enjoy it more than I thought I would but like I go into fantasies kind of knowing what to expect like how I'm going to feel about them um mm-hmm. and this just surprised me like a lot surprised me <laughs> so the back of my book it actually the barcode says romance slash fantasy on it interesting how loud are they listening to I don't, music? I feel like I'm in the kitchen. I literally can't hear any of it. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the kitchen with them. Fast. Yeah, it, it literally says romance fantasy, but on Indigo, it's I found it in the teen fantasy section. Which is so weird to me. Like it's it's definitely like, like I haven't read a book that, that was that graphic in like since probably Fifty Shades. It's like yeah, but I know you read a lot more romance than me. Actually, what was that one we read about the guy, the, the porn girl? Star? No, not the porn no. star. That one wasn't graphic at all. Um, like, I know, is which is a little shocking. Um, the one where she's like kind of a badass. I like, like I like. Oh, her. Emma Hart. Yeah, like I felt like that yeah. was the last time. But even then, I felt like this was still more graphic. Like I was like, some of yeah. like, I literally was just like, holy cow. Like vision, like the, the way she like described all the scenes, I was just, but it was like never ending. It was like every single chapter, which like not complaining, but I was just like, just know what you're in for with this book because I, it just like surprised me, but I, I liked it. it. I liked both too. sides of it. Like it was really well written, like not too smutty, which is like, originally as soon as I knew that it was like gonna be more erotic than I thought I was like oh it's gonna be like kind of a smut book but then I was like no I actually really like <laughs> I like the um the story behind it and I like kind of what's happening I like that there's like a good multitude of characters that they that she develops um I don't know yeah I, I liked it like it was probably now it's probably one of my favorite fantasy books that we've read <laughs> Yeah, like the Black Witch is definitely hard to be. And oh like the, shit, I forgot about Black Witch. Yeah. Um. Now I won't say the turtle and the dove, but like Jesus, it's not turtle. <laughs> I know. I feel it's like not- it's snake, dove, snake and dove, something serpent and dove, serpent and dove. Yeah. Um. But like that, and like the first one. Now I'm blanking on that name. Anyways. Those books for teen fantasy for me, besides the Tamara Pierce ones, are like so good. And then like yeah. this kind of gets in, like as a person, like both of us are are in our thirties. Like we reading teen is nice sometimes in a certain capacity. Cause like, see, I guess for me now as an older adult reading I guess rom-com novels and like on Indigo there's legit a section on their intent on their website called rom-com and that I guess for me kind of took over like the teen romancy kind of novels yeah which was like I guess a happy medium for me because it's like I don't want to like legit go like it's very hard for me to find like a book under like in Indigo like under romance specifically yeah like um 
Like it's usually like too much one or way or the other. For me, it's like the rom-coms are kind of like watching like a romantic comedy and stuff like that. So like having this as a teen fantasy, it's like, this is definitely if we ever worked, <laughs> if we were working at Indigo and we read this book, if a mom wanted to get their daughter or something. Oh yeah. Um, and she was younger. This is definitely more of an 18 plus read. Oh, for maybe sure. 17. Maybe yeah. not that. Um, I would read this at that age. But a mom buying it or a dad buying it, they probably obviously win. But like, I don't know. I, I can't see this being classified as a teen fantasy. Same. Like, legit. Honestly. It just... Yeah. It just seems too... I'm just being so stuck on this whole, like, teen fantasy. But yeah, like... I don't know. Like, if this is kind of like... Because usually when you think of adult fantasy, I guess, you just think, oh, like, there are eight book series. You they're like hundreds of pages each you basically like sign away your life to that series because you have to read all of them and like they're so freaking long there's so many books in it kind of thing yeah that's maybe an over exaggeration on some of it but like for the most part some of those series are super long or their <laughs> books are super thick which i guess we're watching reading black witch and stuff like that which is freaking long too but you, you know what i mean oh totally. um, i feel like I'm losing my point of where I was going with this. But like, this is a good size book that's a teen, or that's a fantasy book, regardless if it's teen or not. That, like, I feel like as an adult, like, is like a really good, like, mixture to incorporate into our thriller life. Yeah. And we still get killing. I, I know. It's like also kind of like she's kind of like, not kind of, she's badass. So you're like, mm-hmm. F yeah um and I don't know like I just I don't know I just I love the fact that he he loves her well we know more of why he loves her but like the fact that like she's got such a mind of her own and she's always like talking about like no guy no man can ever own me like I am my like own person yes and then like um when she decided to dance with the librarian at the first dance in the new place um like uh where is it called I'm not gonna try and say it I'm gonna butcher the name but where he's from (laughs) Rebecca Rebecca or whatever oh yeah Rebecca Rebecca um uh and then, like, the other guy, like, was, like, like let's dance. And she's, like, no, like, don't touch me. And, like, all that stuff. And <laughs> she ended up stabbing him. He, well, obviously, he could never do that in this, today's society. He'd probably just punch him or whatever. But, like, the fact that, like, um, she's, like, no means no. And, like, fuck you. Like, yeah. All, like, all this stuff. And, like, and then her husband, like, ended up, like, killing him. I thought that was, like, kind of, like even better because it's like you know you guys just kill people and I'm just enjoying this because when she kills a guy that's like I'm a bastard to his family right right in the front of other people I'm like okay (laughs) this is happening don't disagree Mm. but this is happening right now Uh, right 
I don't know. The whole uh, the whole book's just really good, and like the whole battle internally between staying loyal to her family and like her people, but also like developing feelings and all this stuff for like this guy. So then you end up finding out, like, well, we talk about spoilers all the time. So spoiler, like, yeah, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> but like the fact that like she's yes me yes mina or whatever um from like oh, 200 yeah. years ago reincarnated right and like how that's why her body's always like yearning i guess for, for him and like very like so i guess like in a way it's kind of like she doesn't realize it at the time but like that's part of her struggle so like maybe if she didn't have wasn't this reincarnation of his long lost love then like maybe she would have had more wouldn't have had an issue of like trying to kill him and like all that stuff but then like I don't know back then it's kind of like regardless if you want to kill people like I don't know I didn't see the reasons like her people's reasons behind some of their actions but like her father right where like I never really totally understood that because it's like did he died she dies because he can't take her dying again or they're actually linked and he would physically actually just die because she died I think they're actually linked because I didn't really understand how she got reincarnated yeah unless it's like a cultural like belief you know how people in our lives think people get reincarnated like she probably like more legitly got reincarnated from the sounds of it (laughs) since she has visions of shit happening from 200 years ago but but yeah I I, I was like kind of confused with that whole like if I die he dies because it's like, would he just, because she burned at the stake, so I really didn't understand how they could have been linked, but maybe that's coming yeah. down in the next book of, like, maybe that, or he just would not be able to survive another time of her dying. I mean, possibly. That's very true. Oh. No, I've charged my headphones before we even did this podcast. <laughs> and I have to keep taking one out to charge so then I could charge it and then do the other. But anyways, yeah, no, I really like this. She's a badass in her own way. She spoke her own mind. I really fully, hardly enjoy, even before we found out that she's the reincarnation, um, that... Um, he basically wanted her, like, he chose her as his queen. He wanted her to be, like, his equal, basically. Yeah. And ruling and all that stuff, all decisions, everything. If something happened to, like, and where he's like, um, how can I know you to know that you will keep your promises or whatever? And he's like, I only promise you. Um, I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah, I agree. I, like... I'm liking him more and more as like 
more unfolds about him too, which is obviously on purpose. Like, and yeah, I don't know. I just liked both characters a lot. I like that he like fully lets her kind of like do her thing too. Like he's like, yeah, she can take care of herself and he like has her back wholeheartedly. Like, I don't know. I love when she like stabbed the one guy at the ball and then killed the other guy. Both times he just requested her like knife just so he could clean it and then gives it back to her. Right? Now that's a husband. Yeah. <laughs> Ten thousand percent, which is effing great. <laughs> I'm like, that just happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I know like I'm intrigued to see where it goes. And I I have to say one thing that I could have done without which kind of like obviously with the way the story was written and how it's like evolving she needed to be the reincarnation of this other lady but I kind of wish she wasn't a reincarnation of that witch oh yeah I think it would have be better I think I would have liked it a lot better I think that would probably be my only like really dislike about this and that's not even a huge dislike since like I love the book anyways but I don't know being a reincarnation of something else doesn't have like the same status of you being your own person I guess in a way and like not right. a reincarnation of another person and yeah they choose you for whatever reason it may be yeah but it makes sense as to why he kind of made it seem like he was a creeper and like watched over her from afar for like however many years that she's been alive so yeah agreed Maybe, but oh We'll have to see but yeah like I can't believe her she didn't tell her dad that she was in reincarnation she yeah, just said that true. like I can't kill him unless I kill myself so I thought it was kind of interesting that her dad kind of like seemed to go kind of mad in a way and was like trying to kill her yeah well he like I didn't see that coming, but also it's kind of like a slap in the face, like, oh, you're gonna just, you care more about, like, your people and tradition than you do about, like, anything else, and your own daughter, including. Well, that kind of goes against kind of, like, what he was saying anyways, because, like, before she left to go, like, before she left like Laura or whatever it's called and like all that stuff he basically was like having this guy promise to keep her safe and like to put her safety above his own and blah 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 all that stuff because like she is everything like worth more than the stars to him and then all of a sudden he finds out that the way that they can like uh get rid of this guy is by killing her and then he just is like well gotta kill you then yeah like well like obviously you don't love me as much as you say you do because like then why would you want to kill me because then I wouldn't be in this life and that's not much of a sacrifice well exactly so I I thought that was kind of weird yeah Agreed. And he was just very much, yeah. And the fact that he was trying to kill her and 
Well, it seemed like that Killin guy kind of started to accept started to accept things with her. Yeah. He seemed like better towards the end and like more like I did not like him at the beginning and I was like, yeah, he's a piece of trash. Um, But then, yeah, you're right. Like he seemed to like when all the chaos was going on towards the end, like I appreciated that he actually like didn't try to like fight her or like he was like trying to help Anna and stuff like that. Yeah. You can definitely, so I think you, you and I have made like comments of this before. Um, but like how I feel like more and more books now, and you see it with TV shows and stuff, more and more of them are like, um, I'm not going to go down my road. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I'll tell you later. (laughs) Okay, fair. Um, I don't know. Just the characters in general are just like, I think I need to get more, like, I think as we continue on with the next book of this series, I'm assuming it's maybe going to be at least three novels each, or three novels, I think, in total, sorry, yeah. on each, just because of her Hades and Persephone one. Right, um, yeah. That's three. Yeah. So, I'm assuming, but, um, I am intrigued because, like, I want to know, we now know why he became a vampire. Yeah. But you kind of wonder why, like, Soren or whoever became one. Yeah. Well, you kind of know why, but, like, at the same time, why? Because, like, you know, from Anna, that her and her vessel and stuff like that, they were together and she didn't want to become a vampire um but how like 30 of the vampires could shape shift i felt like that came out of kind of nowhere yeah agreed because all of a sudden you're like wait what and there i do have to say there's there are sometimes in this book that it gets confusing because you're like wait is this a dream or is this like actually happening yeah because thinking about it now, agree. I think I might have to read, like, one part again, because, like, I think they were, like, in, um, in a cell, and then the next moment, they're not. I need to reread this a little bit. I think I'm going <laughs> to have to, I'll wait, like, maybe a month, and I'll reread this, I think. No, that's I think, fair. I think I'll have, like, I don't know, rereading things, like, you get a different like take on it too oh yeah definitely and now I have questions because <laughs> yeah like she went very smoothly in between everything like between the old yes Mina or whatever her name is to like her is old and stuff like that so oh yeah 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 I definitely think I need to like reread this book <laughs> that's fair I need to like read more black witch books too so uh, but yeah I don't think I, yeah I just need to get moving on some of like my actual books I read like um 
I think just because it's so much easier to just carry around because you don't have to have lights on technically to read on your iPad and you can do it while you work out. Physical That's books are, made, are a little harder. That's true. But um, either way, um, I don't have too much more on this, but like I really, I just really enjoyed this book. It was a lot different than I expected. Definitely if you are a younger person, do not read this. Unless you kind of, I guess, like reading that kind of stuff. But it's definitely more of a young adult, adult read, I guess. Yeah, agreed for sure. This is the second book that we've read within a year that is a little different than what we expected it to be. Right? This is like the our kind of people, I think. No. No, it was the um, last thing he told me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That one was very, very different than what we both expected. But <laughs> this, I knew it was a teen fantasy and I can kind of feel like I knew what it was going to be about. But then it was a lot different in certain yeah. ways than what yeah. I expected it to be. But good nonetheless, which is good. Yes, exactly. But, <laughs> um, what are you thinking for next month? Oh boy. I mean, I've got a lot in my to read list. What about you? Anything that you're like itching to read? No, I haven't really taken a huge look at things. Um, I don't know. Do we want to do another thriller? Do we want to stay away from the thrillers for right now? We can maybe see if you want to dive into like a rom com as something different. Oh, yeah. Start the new year with like our new different genres. Yeah, probably. You can take a look at that. Yeah. yeah. I think our goal this year well, should be February. To less thrillers. Yeah, at least for this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was pretty much, I think, 90% thrillers. Well, exactly. With like a couple other books, but. Um, I guess February does have Valentine's Day in it, so a rom com would kind of fit with that theme. That's true. We should capitalize on (laughs) Valentine's Day. Exactly. So, okay. Let's take a look and see what we can come up. And everyone else, you guys can enjoy what we end up finding, and we'll do a rom com, I guess, for the new year or for the February. We are in the new year. Yeah. And hopefully we will be back and in person for the next one. I know. Just hoping. My parents are gone too next time, so it's a little easier. Perfect. I don't want to keep my parents from being able to fly back down to the States. So oh yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, because it's easier to do in person. But yeah, I'm off. I'm so excited. We'll find it. We'll find a good rom-com book, hopefully. Hopefully it'll give us a lot of surprises and not in like the roomy kind of surprises of Cynthia Hornstar. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's quite the thing. Um, but yeah. So you guys will have to stay tuned to see what we have in store for you next time. And yes. I guess what books have you basically kind of like read since your since December? Like our um, last episode. Oh man, sorry, I gotta open up my thing. Um, so I reached my goal and I read what was my goal? 30? 30? 
30 books in last year. So my new goal this year is to read, technically I read 32, um, but my Goodreads uh, challenge wasn't picking up two of the books. So I had to read more. Um, so I uh, did reach my goal. So my new goal is 40 this year. And one moment while I find what I read. Whew. So I read... I don't know if I added all of these, but basically at the very end of December, I read, um, I read another Lisa Jewell. So I'd read like a bunch of Lisa Jewell at the very end. Um, so I read The Third Wife, Watching You and The Girls in the Garden, um, which are some of her older books that I wanted to, uh-oh, oh, oh um, sorry, <laughs> that I wanted to like get through. Um, all of them were, were really good. I think my favorite though, um, was probably, I don't know, maybe the, uh, watching you probably of those three, but then this year I have already read, um, little disasters by Sarah Vaughn. Um, that one was decent. I, um, like it was good. Um, and then I am pretty much almost done. Oh, I also read The Maidens by Alex Michaelides. Um, That was a really good book. Like it was pretty like messed up, but really like good thriller. Um, and then I also read, oh, I finally got to read the Happy Ever Playlist, uh, which is the second one in the friend zone. I know you already read that like a couple of years ago now, I think it was, or at least last year. Um, I really liked that one. Um, and then I also read, holy cow, I'm just trying to see like what else I read last time we talked. Um, I also read Concrete Rose, which is like a prequel from The Hate You Give um, by Angie mm -hmm. Thomas. That was pretty good. Um, and then I read The Wife Who Knew Too Much by Michelle Campbell. Um, and I am almost done, finally, uh, Blood and Honey, which is uh, the second book from the Serpent and Dove um, series uh, by Shelby Maheran. And I have just started Geek Love by Catherine Dunn. Um, which sounds like it's going to be kind of like a mystery thriller. Uh, and that's, that's what I've read. So I'm off to a good start so far for the year. Uh, and yeah, that's all. <laughs> I think, so I was trying to figure out mine. So I did not make the 200 um, books. I was talking to Lindsay about this before. I only, I'm like 40 books shy from on December 31st. The last week I was really trying to put an effort in, but I, I knew I was not going to make it unless I basically legit didn't work the entire week. Um, so I started making another list. And obviously, I, as I mentioned to everyone last time, I was going to reread or re-establish the 200 books for this year. So <laughs> we're underway. On to that. I do not have my list in front of me, but... Um, I started reading this series called, um, actually, it's just, a, it's just by, like, this one, Melanie Sean, 
Um, so it's just a bunch of different books that kind of intertwine. So um, one of the first ones I read from her is All, I, All He Needs. Um, the second one's Actually, Actually Love. Uh, next one is Just One Night. Then My First, Tempting Love. And then I'm currently reading My Everything. Um, I don't remember if I, I started reading this one from Gretchen Galway. So not, or I finished it, but like, uh, she's got a couple of books. Um, one of them's not quite perfect. Um, let me see. Let's go back into that one. I think I told you guys about love handles. Can't remember this time next door also. Um, so those are just a couple from her that I've read. I don't know if I, I, yeah, I don't have my thing in front of me. So we'll just go with those as being like the ones I've read recently, um, slash currently reading. Well, besides this one, I need to kind of, the last like week and a bit, I haven't really been focused too much on reading. I kind of let my personal life get in control of it. So I was, a little bit busier than normal I've been getting prepped for doing this reno so going out and trying to deal with that shit so (laughs) um yeah so hopefully getting back on track so I can get to the 200 books this year I will definitely yeah just need to make more of an effort for the most part try and gain that so we will see and next time I will actually have my list in front of me because it's actually really hard figuring out what I've read, especially when oh, it's totally five books. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm like, wait, where did I read? Because sometimes the just read ones don't actually show everything that you've read. And then I'm like, wait, did some of this I say to you guys or not? So, <laughs> fair. Hard to know, but we are on the path of 200 again. So we will see where I'm at in a year. Hopefully I will have made it and I don't have to try and make that my goal in next again the year after you can do it for sure because i will not go to 250 books in the year that's way too much unless i oh, like, yeah. legit read for my work right <laughs> or had no social life yeah so 200 is pushing it as is so we'll see <laughs> so that is my goal slash new year's resolution on my own side our book podcast is to make more posts on Instagram for you guys to see what we're currently reading. And yeah, we'll see where 2020 takes us. Or sorry, 2022. Oh yeah, we're well beyond 2020. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully things just keep getting better and uh, we all can start living our lives and who knows. Maybe during the summer, Lindsay and I will do one of our podcasts outside if the weather's nice oh yes that sounds magical with like some of our wine oh i'm just picturing those in my head right now right so nice but anyways that's besides the point (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah nope i think we uh as per normal rate review and subscribe um you can follow us at booze and books podcast and our personal ones lindsay.com Lynn.said, L-I-N-D.S-A-I-D, and Kristen.shu, S-H-E-W. And you guys can email us anything at boozeandbooks at gmail.com. B-triple-O-Z-E-A-N-D-B, 
triple O K S at gmail.com. And we are out. The end of February. Bye. Bye.